Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mystical Motherhood Podcast. This is Pritamatma, and today I want to speak a little bit about releasing contracts, entities, um, negative experiences, generational patterns, um, and using different techniques to do so. And I have to apologize for last week because I had a great podcast to put up that was following um, you know, the description of how to really utilize my book, my newest book, Alchemy of Becoming. And I brought on a, an amazing woman who told her process of how she's using Alchemy of Becoming, Becoming to really clear her biggest wound, her biggest generational pattern, and open her heart, and how she's being continually tested to clear that. And it didn't save, and it wasn't supposed to be put up. So if it for some reason shows up on my computer, I will post it. But I don't think sometimes that happens with podcasts or with women that just won't, you know, it was meant to be private. So I'm back this week, and I feel that we need to talk about uh, the reason you work with the mystical motherhood process and the reason that you're even here. And so oftentimes when you begin to awaken, you begin to see that the importance of disconnecting um, from the patterns that you chose to be birthed into. And that's a release of massive amount of ignorance. And so these patterns, I mean, I think the best way to describe it is the best way for you to become more awakened is to empty yourself fully. And so my work gives various ways of emptying yourself. So I speak about different meditations you can do, different um, exercises, and all of my books have many exercises. And today I'm going to walk you through a couple of different exercises, and then I'm going to bring on 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 a woman and we're going to look at her generational past contracts and possible um, curses that she may have in her family that's creating this sort of cycle of negativity in her life. And so she'll, she'll be my guest today. Now, she may not want her voice to be heard, so I may have to X out her voice and just explain how I cut the contracts with her. But I want to talk about different ways you can do it on your own at home. So in Fertile, if you turn to page 102, Fertile is available on Amazon. There's a a really good writing uh, exercise called Understanding Your Earthly Contracts. So if you're having an experience and it's negative, so your father abandoned you or you're fighting with your friend consistently over the same issue, you have an eating disorder, you have like a pattern, you have a, a thing that keeps on showing up again and again and again. One way to look at it, or you have like an entity you're attached to. Um, I've talked about entities in different podcasts and I'll go into it a little bit deeper later, but it's basically when you're in a very, very dark place, you're, you can be calling out, like say you're inebriated. So you're either on drugs or you're drinking, you're raped, you're very, very low self-esteem. You'll call out to a savior to come in and help you and you become susceptible to darker energies and so part of the, you know, part of the releasing, if, if you're feeling a little nuts or if you ever meet a friend that, you know, she turns really quickly or she's not consistently the same person, you may wonder like, what are the energies that are also attached to her? If it's not maybe, you know, an actual mental disorder, it can be an energetic thing. But anyway, back to understanding things that happen into your life. So you want to ask yourself, why did you choose this situation? Like, what are you getting from it? 
a good way to begin to even look at this is you have to raise yourself out of your body, raise your frequency high enough so that you can look down upon the experience. Almost like if you were looking down to ch- and you ch- why you chose your parents or why you chose the situation in your life. You have to raise your frequency high enough to look down and see how tiny this situation is, but also like what it's actually teaching you. And then your ego doesn't get stuck into the story, into the drama. It's sort of like your soul can say, oh, I actually needed that person to come into my life so that they could teach me this, this, and that, what a gift that person was. Like, I am no longer reactive to this anymore because this individual, you know, played that out with me. Um, so it's an, it's a completely new way of looking at arguments or career choices or your husband or different, you know, things you may have be going, you know, that may be going on in your life right now. So why did you choose it? Why did you choose the specific events in your life? And why did you choose your family? So then I take you through a exercise, which is also in my courses, where you imagine yourself looking down and you look down at your parents from the womb center and you ask yourself the questions. When I came into this, into this world, into my parents' womb, and I chose to have this experience of rape or I chose to have this experience of or I didn't choose, or it happened to me, whatever, it doesn't, I may be wording it wrong. Um, But I had this experience on earth of being hurt like this, being abandoned, you know, being, being full of anxiety. Was it a personal agreement? Did I choose this um, just for myself to clear it for me personally to understand this concept? Or um, did I heal it for myself within my generational line? Like, was it very personal or was it a mission? And and the mission means, did you choose to learn or take this on, this bigger experience to help others? Like, are you doing it for yourself, your family, and maybe all of humanity? And it wouldn't be, you know, uncommon for many of you to have both. Like I'm doing it personally or as a mission. And you'll know right away if you're going into meditation and you're looking down from a higher place, whether or not you chose this experience to clear it for these bigger purposes. And a lot of these, you know, a lot of the people on the planet are light workers right now. They're they're becoming so clear that they're beginning to be able to clear humanity at large. So I believe it would I mean this is what I feel is that, you know, the really, the light workers that really went first. And what I mean by light workers, I hate that term. Um, what I mean by that is like people that have began to really work on themselves and awaken years and years ago, maybe around 2012 or earlier, when the planet allowed us to do so, they began to look at the darker parts of themselves. And they began to bring the darker parts of themselves, the unintegrated parts of the, themselves, shadow, you would call it. They began to bring that forward and clear it. So they lifted the subconscious, the inner patterns. They lifted the ignorance. They lifted the attachment. And like an onion, be peeled away all the things that didn't belong to them. And then as you raise your frequency to these higher places, you're able to look down and see the bigger picture. So the world then doesn't just become about you. And the world isn't just about your anxiety, your career, your work, you know, your mom and dad problems. And so mom and dad problems get so freaking old. 
You need to become strong enough that you're past your mom and daddy problems, your mom and daddy issues, right? We all have it and they'll come back fast to clear, but then you need to see why you're clearing it. Like, are you clearing it to understand something to help other people? So usually if you're going through something really, really, really intense, it's because you're supposed to teach about it or you're supposed to utilize it. So you're supposed to actually take that darkness and turn it into into enthusiastic experience so that other people can learn from. And that's really what the alchemical process is about. So once you're looking at an issue and you know it's a personal agreement or is it a mission, then you can begin to, you know, create a ceremony by almost like releasing the contract. So you can bring the person to the table with you in your meditation. You can have a soul conversation with this person and you can take that, break the contract within these higher realms. So you can actually burn it. You can actually say like, I've learned this lesson. I don't want to continue learning it. And it almost sometimes will just disappear. You can burn it actually using the elements. I talk about the elements in my books. And so you can burn it using fire. You can actually see the contracts. You can melt your uh, names off of this earthly contract. And then, um, start over, right? And you can release that person from teaching you that lesson again. And you can acknowledge them, acknowledge your mother, acknowledge your father, your sister, your brother, or this group of souls for teaching you this lesson. And then when you let it go, you'll be ready to accept a higher part of your divinity that is sees it as a soul growth lesson and you don't have to continue to, to use it. So when I, when I use this method to help clients... It's really, really beneficial because some of them want to let it go and some of them want to continue, you know, cycling in the drama or trauma. This particular method of releasing contracts that are either, you know, personal or mission-based is was provided to me from my teacher, Celestine Starr, and I noted that in my book. And uh, I want to honor her for le- allowing me to reprint it and to teach it. So she has teach sh- showed me how to actually utilize that me- method of healing. Now, if you're looking to open your heart and you want to ask yourself more questions, you can turn to my book, Alchemy of Becoming, and you can re- go to page 45 and it will talk about original wounds and how you can identify the past patterns that have happened in this lifetime, specific pains and specifically trauma, and how that wound plays out within the lifetime to keep your heart closed. And so one method of, you know, the contract breaking is a bit more broad, it's more galactic, it's more past life, it's it's bigger. And the original wound form of, of healing, and which I talk about throughout Alchemy Becoming, is, is very, very um, usable in everyday experiences of, of pains or trauma that may be arising within you that you need to heal in order to connect to your heart better. So all of my books can be found at www.mysticalmotherhood.com. They're available on Amazon under my pen name, Pritam Atma. All my courses are available online on my website. And I actually take you through each of these ways of, um, particular ways of healing in, in my courses. So now I'm going to, um, add a recording on of a healing I did with 
a specific woman, and she asked that her um, voice not be included. So you'll be hearing me and how I take her into these higher dimensional fields within this healing, and we break a contract. And so the way I do this, the way I do my healings when when someone works with me in session is it's completely different every time. Sometimes it's just me speaking to them. Sometimes it's a very big healing base. Sometimes it's them speaking to me. It's whatever needs to come through. And for this particular woman, she was really needing to connect to her divinity because she was really stuck in her human story and her soul is quite um, eccentric and galactic. And so I helped her kind of see how this like human grind she's in is really not her soul's purpose. And so I have to apologize that you can't hear her responses very often because we I deleted them because she wanted to remain private and she allowed us to include this healing in this podcast. So if you want to keep listening, you'll get a lot from this podcast of how you can sort of visualize things, begin to open your third eye, use symbols, travel, um, and burn contracts that are ancient or within this lifetime so that you can become your best version of you and maybe connect to your higher self too. So I hope you enjoy that. If you have any questions, reach out to me and please, please give a rating on this podcast. Thanks so much. So like when I read your energy, I am seeing this like loop of, um, like it's like a, a like a really hard rope and it's around your stomach area for some reason. I don't know why, but it's like every time you try to take two steps forward, something from, I feel like it's your mother's line and it's like not from this earth and it pulls you back and you, it takes your breath away from the stomach area. Um, I don't know what's happening in your life. I literally don't know, but like, that's what's energetically happening to you. And um, it takes all your fucking energy away. Is this accurate? Yeah. Um, and there's parts of it that kind of want to drown you, like actually murder. Like there's a really negative thing, right? Do you feel that too? Does that feel accurate when we say that to you? There's a part of this energy that's it's actually frightening. Um, I've never seen this before. But like it's been around since you were a child. Yeah. And it's been around as like, I'm actually seeing you in a, a bathtub as an infant. And it is you like, 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 a, like that's how tiny you are. Like almost like could have drowned you in drowned you. Right. It, it haunts you. And it creates a great fear of moving forward in your life. Uh as something it's almost like it's always lurking around the corner and oh, that is that is why you know when you feel like something's always lurking around the corner and so the confusion of when you feel fear-based experience is happening like fear of medicine or fear of anything is not that it's not an actual fear of like you getting sick or you of giving corona or whatever the I don't know, Corona is the wrong word, but like COVID or of them giving the vaccine to you or anything. I know that you've told me a couple of times that those are fears for you. Um, it's not that. It's like it's like if something, you know, how we know that this planet is being controlled by the eighth chakra and they are dropping in thoughts to 99% of the population needs to wake up that realize that they're not thinking their own thoughts because your thoughts are being controlled. But your thoughts are are being haunted by this being 
that it it is around you, but not in this dimensional field. I don't even feel like it's on earth. It's almost untouchable. And this goes back so far, sweetie. It, it goes back far, 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 like far, like for too far. And it's gla- intergalactic being, it feels like. Does this feel accurate when we say this to you? And um, this is your biggest fight to get to your past, your mission, is it doesn't want you to be a light being. She just says she, she's fighting it for us. Honestly, makes me bring me to tears. Oh, that's like really, it's like um, the way she's making me, she's showing this to me is that um, you took this on. And um, so what you think your mission is, is not so much that. Does this make sense? And, I, and this is kind of me channeling something bit bit bigger is sometimes, and I often think about this with me and what my mission is. And so like I'm writing all these books and I'm doing all these work for women and I'm doing all this stuff. I don't think that has anything to do with my mission. And my mission is actually like the work I do with, um, with Abdi and the work I do, the energetic work I do, and the energetic work of just being, and the energetic work of clearing these dimensional fields, and this energetic work of like not being a part of humanity as a whole, the way that we design, that's our mission. And so sometimes these little earthly things of like, I'm puttering around at a clinic, <laughs> or I'm writing books, or I'm, um, I'm doing these things are just sort of our ego's ways of like saying I'm accomplishing something while I'm here but the real work is all dimensional. And so your soul is feeling really frustrated and your ego has to let go of this idea that your, your soul mission is in the work you do in the human, in the human realm and the human form. And everyone who's listening, I want you to know my guest today isn't going to be speaking because she wants to be remain um, silent. And anytime she does, I'm going to be taking her voice off. So I'm going to be just channeling a healing Um, And a lot is obviously coming through. So first off, it's like you haven't fully accepted the divinity within you. Though you know it's there. It, it, it's almost like that, that there's a dichotomy. And so like, just like there's a polarity on the planet, we, which we, we both know. And hopefully if you all listening don't know, let me remind you black and white, black life matter movement, um, getting a vaccine or not getting a vaccine or, you know, like Republicans and Democrats, there's a, the, the best way to create separation and fear on a planet is to create polarity. And the, in the, and the easiest way to become enlightened through that polarity is to go to the neutrality. And it's like, it doesn't matter. So if you're afraid of the vaccine, or you're like everything's already predetermined and everything you think you're doing that you think you're so powerful and your ego thinks you're controlling it is really just happening because it was always going to be happening that way. If you're supposed to get the vaccine, you're supposed to get the vaccine. If you're not supposed to get the vaccine, you're not supposed to get it. It doesn't really matter. In reality, we all just die right? And then we do it again. So what really, really matters is the work that you do that when you're not on the earthly plane. And so they're kind of showing me, you know, the, 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 you know, the Sophia code is one way that she kind of taught this. Kaya Ra said it, and actually Isis taught it to me separately from the Sophia code. I hadn't read it in the Sophia code. 
but the goddess Isis taught it to me. And there's many, many lives we have. So we, we may not just be, we're not just on this realm. We're in many realms and we're in many places at once. And so you can often kill yourself off in these other realms to bring more power to this realm. And I know that because I've experienced it. So if you need more power in the, what you're working, the work you're doing in this dimensional form, then you can essentially work with your higher, you know, your higher self to do that. Now for you, are you connected to your higher self? A little bit. You're not fully connected. So a number one, you need to work on is this dichotomy you have between the human part of you and the divinity part of you. And that human part of you is still in that stuck in that way of saying like, the mind stream, the control of the mind stream. So I've talked about it in Alchemy of Becoming. And it's this, it's this disconnection from the heart. Because in the heart, you're really just in the higher dimensional places. And it's sort of like, I'm going to go to the ocean today. And then my work at the ocean is just as powerful as my work writing a book, right? Or like, you know, like things we think our mind thinks is better. So you, as I know that your mind is gripping two different fears, Right. Um, to the fear of the vaccine, to the fear of my health is out of control, to the fear I'm not doing enough in my, in my thing. But that's your original wound, right? We don't care where it came from. I feel like it comes from this being outside of you. I don't actually feel that your original wound comes from some sort of childhood thing. I'm getting it actually comes from an entity from an outside source that goes back in time and space. That's so cool and so very different than anything I've ever seen before. So that's one, that's A, which we'll work on. But once you begin to let go of your human self, all of that stuff doesn't matter anymore. And it took so much time for me. Like people are like, well, well, how are you not afraid? And I'm just like, I don't know. Like it just doesn't even phase me. And so I often come off as very, I don't know, this, this last guy I've been dating, he's like, you're so, una- like, what did he call me? Unattached or um, detached was his new favorite word. And he's like, you're so detached. And then I had to ask, what's detached mean? Like, I'm like confused because I think he's detached because he's living in some very, very anxiety prone world. Like he's living in like, you have to get the money to the thing and you have to do this. So he's still a slave in the system. And so the part of you, that human part of you that hasn't really moved into the divinity is still stuck as a slave within the system. So if we know that this is a matrix and we know that this specific matrix is right now at this point in time is controlled by a darkness that's basically coming over the planet, right? So that being is a part of that matrix that you're trying to break for the matrix as a whole. That's a power move, girl. So if you can ask your highest divinity to help you break the contract you have with this being, you then leave the matrix system. And for those of you that are listening that don't understand what I'm talking about, I didn't either. For many years, I had no idea what I was talking about right now. It took me years and years and years and years of inner development to understand um, the levels and layers of what's happening on our planet and, and none of it's in our control and everything you think is truth is not. 
everything you think is this is the truth, you know, the polarity of, you know, the black is the truth, the polarity of the white is the truth. None of it is true because none of it matters. It, 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 it's sort of like you could fight it and fight it and fight of it, but it's, it's just a, it's a, it's a mind game. It's a thought game, right? So back to your two, so you have a dichotomy of the, 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 the part of you that's still, still human and the part of you that wants to go fully divinity. Then your second, you're not fully connected to your higher self. And the only way, I mean, this is one thing that I know, like, I don't know if Guru Jagat's ever really talked about it, but the only, the, the only way that I began to even accelerate my life, like my life began to like, literally, it's like I was kind of on a slow, like really fat horse. And then I like got taken off the horse um, and I was put on this fast train. And I remember like Yogi Bhajan even put me on a train one time. Like it was going like a million miles an hour. But it was only when I connected to my higher self. And so I now know her name. She came to me in a dream. She said she will come to me in a dream and tell me my, her name. And it was a funny dream. And in the dream, I couldn't, and to you, we can ask, we can connect you to her higher self today in a ceremony, or you can just begin to find out where she is. And I've talked about it in different podcasts, but the higher self, like when I connected to her and it is, it's almost a being, it's like a thing you link back into, you link back, like you would link into the golden chain, right? She put her hand out, like almost the same as they do in those um, Instagram things where she, they put their hand out for you and you grab it. And at first I was scared. I had to ask Celestine, like, who is that? And she goes, that's your higher self. Take it. Boom. And from then on, my life was then highly guided. So that higher self can then choose what lives and what energy and what is then in your life. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like what life you want to take away? Is this all making sense? She's nodding yes to everyone who's listening. And I might, anything else you want me to touch back into as I'm talking to you? So for everyone listening, she wants, she just said that she wants to hear how to get rid of this entity. Okay. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to lay down and I'm going to call in um, goddess Isis and green Tara. Angel Michael. And I'm going to be at the bottom by your feet. And I want you to put like a white light around you of protection. And I almost want like, we're going to put in your room, in your, in your room right now, like we're going to salt the room all the way around. Okay. And you're going to have to turn, if I want to be able to hear you and we'll raise your voice out, but I want to be able to hear you because I'm going to ask you some questions. And um, I want you to take my hand Hold on, let me see what they want to do because they're like showing me. Okay, this is going to sound nuts, but just go with it, okay? I want you to take my hand and I want you to just see yourself coming out of your body. We're going to float up, 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 up. And we're going to be in a kind of two places at once. We're going to astral travel. And I want you to land in the deserts of Egypt, which I've never done with many people. So we, they said to take you to the Hall of Records. Now, I don't know where that is, but they're showing me the Great Pyramid. 
and they're showing me like below the Great Pyramid. I don't know if that's right or wrong. Um, but I want you to just, the two of us are holding hands and it's like we're in Egypt, okay? For some reason, we're back in Egypt and you and I are holding hands. You're holding my left hand and we're highly protected, okay? So I want you to walk with me and we're walking. I want you to feel the sand on your feet and I want you to walk towards the Great Pyramid. And then I want you to, we're going to go in and we're going to descend down into the Great Pyramid, and we're going to go below. And then you're going to see this long tunnel. Do you see it? Yes. Okay. And then I want you to walk down the tunnel. It's really, really dark. The energy of this place is, um, it, 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 it has its own tone. Do you hear it? Yes. Yeah, it's a deep, dark tone, but it's not scary. It's, it's the type of tone that changes frequency. It changes, like, destiny. And we're going to walk down this tunnel together. And I want you to hold my hand tighter and feel me next to you. And it's as real as real can be. But the tunnel is, ex- you feel it going up. I, you feel us climbing up. Okay. And then I want you to go straight. Now we're crouching down because it gets smaller. Are you feeling that and seeing what I'm seeing? Yes. Okay. And so the, uh, there's actual art on the side of the walls. And I want you just to n- notice if there's any symbols that come out to you as you're walking down these halls, any specific symbols that you're seeing in your mind's eye. And you're going to get to a room. Are you seeing it? Yes. Now light, light a candle. And then walk to the book. Go to the page of where it started. Is there a number or a symbol you see? You can tap your third eye three times if you can't remember. Is this a a mission or is this a personal contract that you chose to do and how and 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 do you know a lifetime it's connected to? One, two, three, tap your third eye. Is it a personal contract that you chose to take this entity on or is it a mission base? Okay, how, how wide is this mission circle? Is it um, all of humanity or is it for the sole contract of the family? Okay, and it's keeping you connect. It's, it's actually keeping the, this, this being is keeping you disconnected from your galactic family. Is that true when we say that to you? Yes. And so as a result of that, you're stuck in the human-based um, problems. Yeah. And as soon as you let go of the human-based problems, your destiny that is much bigger than you on an energetic scale will feel a little bit more clear. Uh, do you have a lifetime this was happening in? Does it happen to be connected back to Egypt or before? It's not a human thing, but Egypt isn't either. So when you have entities, entities like almost pour down from like the matrix, right? And you can see them like puppeteers. So you, you need to look at this entity. Let me see how they want to open this field. So you're going to sit in this room with me. 
and we're going to call in our protectors. We always have the Holy Spirit with us, right? So we have the Holy Spirit in the form of two doves, and we're going to create a circle. I want you to create a circle of salt in this in this room, okay? And you're doing it in ceremony, ancient ceremony in this room in the great temple. And then I want you to set out all the things we need while I'm holding space. So we need fire, earth, air, water, ether. We need to call in the protectors of the angels, specifically um, goddess Isis. I'm just breaking in this podcast to tell you that my guest saw an operating table in the middle of the healing in the middle of the room. So we began to work with this symbol. And if you do this kind of work alone, if you see something, work with the symbol that's provided to you in your mind's eye to complete the healing around um, what your subconscious is showing you. And what is, is there somebody on it? No. That's just one of the based fears that this thing creates for you. Do you see that? Yes. So it's illusion. Do you get it? Yeah. Do you get how the thing takes away your, takes away your mind? That's so Mm -hmm. freaking powerful. What do you do? So the only way for you to begin to gain your strength and power back is to see all the things in your life that take your power away. And, 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 and it can be in the form of men, relationship, sex, um, mental slavery, fears, all these different things take you off your course and take your fucking power away. So when you see that kind of things, you have to remember where you came from and who you are. And if you don't remember your highest divinity and that you are a from God here on a mission, then these, 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 these matrix based forms that are not real can not only haunt you in your home, but they can haunt you in your dreams and they are not real because that's not happening in this room. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So what do you do when those kind of things happen? What kind of energy do you have from past lifetimes to do? So for me, I would burn it. Right. What do you want to do with it? Like don't, so this is when you have to gather the most powerful women on this planet are remembering their, their heritage. They remember. So like my books, I didn't come up with that this lifetime. That's just me remembering. What do you have from your past that you can say, you're no longer going to take my power away. I'm done with this mission and I need to, I, you're, you're not going to take my power away. So how do you get those forms out of your life? You're going to burn it. You're going to move it. Are you going to ask angels to come and do the work for you? It doesn't matter, but you have to, it's like the same thing as contracting a house and making it work faster. Like the men aren't working fast enough. Get, get it going. Right. So how do you command time and space? How do you say this is a house of God? You say it just like that. This is a house of God and you are not invited here. Yeah. Right. So take your rod of will use the the skeleton the 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 skull that Mary Magdalene holds and command it in the room move now and see what happens and let the fear go i want you to see yourself in human form and what they're showing me is that operating table is actually like it's like the straight jacket this thing puts you in mhm and so a lot of times, like, and I, and I was talking about this right before I got on the call with you is like, there's these entities that make you 
that you can't tell if you're, if someone's mentally ill or if they are, do you know what I'm saying? If they're sick or if it's actual entity, once you clear the goddamn entity out, you're not sick anymore, you know? And so a lot of people think like, oh, they go for sickness, go for sickness, go for sickness, but they never check their energetic bodies. So see yourself. So that's the circle. This is exactly what should be in the circle. So you circle it. You, what, you, what do you have? You have the salt around and in the middle, is, the, is this in the middle of the room or is it in the circle? Great. Now I'm seeing you in human form scared. Like in a corner in this circle. Do you see her? Yes. Now, what is she so scared of? Put that little, that little girl, that girl, put her in an embryo sac. They're showing me this, okay? Put her inside the embryo sac. And then from the umbilical cord of the embryo sac, I want you to dis disconnect almost at the level of the DNA. So I want you to see the DNA forming within this, within this being, within this, within this human form, right? And then I also, what they're showing me to, for you to do is to put this, this ener your energy field with, because we're looking at this, this woman, you inside of the circle, you hear, you and I are holding space, you and your higher self are with us, right? And my higher self on the outside of the circle. And then on the inside of the circle is you inside the umbilical, you know, inside the placenta and around it, I want you to put this pyramid of light and the pure, there's a light pouring down from above. And from that, we're putting a protection around you in this form. Does this make sense? That's what they're showing me. I'm just listening. Sounds nutty, but this is what they're showing me. And then our higher selves are running this. Now, do you see everything I'm seeing? Yes. Let me see what they want to do next. Open up the sky of the, of the room. And I want you to see the darkness and the light. Do you see the separation as we open the sky up? It's not one color. Do you see that? Yes. Okay. Now look at the tremendous power on both sides. What do you choose? What do you choose? The light. Okay. How many times have you chose the dark? How many times? Countless, right? Two. How many times have you chose the light? Just as many. The, the part of you in this lifetime is, is uh, they're explaining it to me, the part of you that is afraid of the dark still is the part of you that chose it before. Yeah. And, that's, and you're so, so on the verge of complete liberation Yes. The part of you that is so effing scared is the part of you that effed up in other lives. Yes. And so this entity is not yours. It's almost a preconceived entity of like the part of you that chose the darkness and the light and the past lifetimes. How does that make you feel when we say that to you? Yes. So are you ready to let go of the part and the contracts and the things and the, 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 you're so mad at yourself for choosing the darkness in all these past lifetimes. I mean, I'm, there's anger coming out of me because they're saying like, you're looking at the sky and you're so fearful, but cause it's like, you are on the verge of fucking up. Yeah. 
And you're like, you're so, and the part of you that's choosing the darkness is the part of you that's still stuck in the money form, that's still stuck in the matrix, that's still stuck in the thing of like the, the grinding of the thing. And the money comes from when you're meditating. I mean, it's going to sound nutty to your human, but the money comes when you're in divinity. And, and so for the, the, the dichotomy within you of the, the part of you that is still not so human. And does this make sense to you when we're saying this to you? Yes. The matrix is controlled by the fear-based things of you being a rat in the system. And the trigger to your full awakening was you being that rat in the system and seeing how this is all a system that keeps you stuck on earth and, and rolling like a guinea pig over and over and over again, just to make a dime for the matrix to continue the way it is. Because if we were all clear, like we've done in different lives, we would be back in our heart center, living in community and living off of a more simple way of being. Cause that's the heart center. That's the being. And it took, I mean, but you can still have riches, but as long as you're in this form of being within the riches, that's where the richness comes from. And that's the dichotomy you're feeling. Does this feel accurate when we say this to you? Yes. So I want you to let go of all, it's like in, in the middle of this um, circle, a cauldron forms on the top of the pyramid. Do you see it now? Yes. And I want you to take every tendril of this, of this darkness connected to the darkness above you. I want you to just pull it out of you almost like, and as you're seeing it, if there's DNA and blood dripping from it, watch that DNA change and throw it into this cauldron. Do you see it? Yes. It's almost like cells or disgusting. Like, you know, if you pull like skin from a rotting wound and I want you to just pull it out. And when I'm asking, we're going to ask for the, um, temple keepers the, of, of the light to come in and help you and to pull these tendrils out of your body. And, and there's a part of you that needs to grieve for how many times you chose the darkness and, and how you know that it's like holding you back. And, in, and as this is happening, simultaneously, so many things are happening right now, but I want you to pull these tendrils out and pull them into the cauldron and begin to, we're going to ask Mother Isis to burn the cauldron using the blue, um, the purple flame of St. Germain now. I want you to burn it above this, this pyramid in the Hall of Records. You see it happening? Yes. And so as that's happening simultaneously, there's the vision that's coming into place is the one I had with you uh, with the rope around your stomach. Take it off now. But once you begin to see in the human form that it's all not even human, it's so much easier to deal with. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. That it's a self-made, and I, I mean, it's the way I broke it down in Alchemy of Becoming, it's the same kind of thing. It's the hamster wheel of the mind of mm-hmm. like, I'm, you know, I, this is who defines me. It's like me in the relationship. Like I am defined by the marriage. I'm defined by the male. I'm defined by this. It's not about that at all. Right. And and so you have to let go of this deep conditioning within you. And the conditioning isn't even from this lifetime. The conditioning is from this past lifetime of feeling such grief and sadness that you chose the dichotomy of darkness. But in reality, the darkness isn't bad either. It's not bad either. 
there's nothing wrong with it. It lives and it presents itself and we think it's evil. Why? It is. It's all the same. If you see it like that, it's like, who cares? It all just circles around anyway. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Do you see what we're trying to show you here? Yes. That you make it into a thing of, you make it into dichotomy. You make it, you, you're breaking up your life so differently when it all just unifies into this one force. And, and, and in that, it becomes less dramatic. It becomes less traumatic. It becomes less of a story. So the sky is beginning to clear above you. You see that? And then yeah. it, and it's raining. I want you to just stand up in this room and just allow the rain to pour down on you. Do you see it? I want you to, is the little, is the woman that's in the, in the sack, is she healed or is she, is she okay now? Or does she need to stay inside that embryonic sack? No, she's, she's healed. Now let her rise up. And I want you to see her grow over time into this older woman. That's what they're showing me who disintegrates again and dies and does it again. So the two of us are going to walk into the center of the circle and they're showing you the beating heart. I don't know why they're showing this to you. We always go with what they show. And so they're giving us like heart on a plate and there is a ancient Egyptian painting they're showing me. And the ancient Egyptian painting is, is, is you are resurrected or you become actual enlightened when, I don't know what the actual painting means, but they're showing me the painting of, of when they measure your soul by the, 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 the heaviness of your heart, how light is your heart. And, and for you, it's like untying these human parts of yourself that you find to be so, you're so entangled in those human parts of yourself. And, and I want you to begin to look at this heart and I want you to begin to pull off the pieces that you feel are so important, like this, the business, you know, the vaccine, the, you know, the fears you have around, you know, the husband or the getting the child. And it's sort of like, as you begin to, do you see how they're, it's so entangled on there? Do you see the black pieces? Yeah. Can you pull them all off for me on this plate of this heart? And we can sit in the middle of the circle and do it together. Almost like you're, you're given some tweezers. They're showing me some tweezers. And I want you to like tweeze these silly things off. And, and they're so, and if you look at it like this, from this point of view, don't they seem sort of silly when you're looking at it so mac macrocosmically? Yeah. Who cares, right? Yeah. And it's like, so what? You get the vaccine, right? Just take it off. Yeah. You know, like, so what? You have to go back and work. It's like, okay, well, at least I know I'm in the system, but I can be free within it, right? Yeah. And so the mind only creates the, the chaos of the frequency that, that, that baseline human frequency. And so what you're, why you don't feel so connected to your destiny is because you're still stuck in the human parts of yourself that hasn't really resurrected into that spirit, into that, like that high soul being that you so know you are. So you've almost self-created and I don't even think the entity is really there. It may or may not be, but in reality, like, is it? You know, 
and it, it very much could be, or it could not be. That's the polarity of it. It's like one day you could choose it to be there. One day you could just say, I don't, I will no longer accept you haunting me. Do you want to invite it in the room? Okay. No, they said, no, don't. Um, Never mind. Uh, Let me see how they want to handle this, this concepted being. They said, it's not a concepted being. It is a real being. What should we do about it? They want you to release your contract with this being because it's the mission, right? Yeah. Are you done learning the mission of the polarity of darkness and, and, and light? Are you done learning the mission of white and black? You know, the darkness and versus, do you see what I'm saying? Those two colors. Are you ready to merge into that, you know, that oneness of I'm here as a divine creature and no matter what work I'm doing, it is the work I'm supposed to be doing at hand in front of me now. Yes. And so that, that being is holding you in, in, in dichotomy. It's holding you in polarity. And that's why your soul is shaking because it has you by the grips of, of, and that's the human condition of not taking things in that neutrality, right? So there's a contract and they're bringing over the book that's in the room in the hall of records, you see it? Because your heart is healing now, right? Because we took off all of the other bands on it. Now I want, they're bringing over this hall of um, records book, you see it? Yes. Turn to page 99. Any symbol that comes off this page for you, tap your third eye three times. One, two, three. What comes out? It's a white rose. So you did it for Sophia, right? Yeah. Beautiful. So I want you to just see the rose. It's still alive and it's like functioning, right? It's time for it to die. Do you see? And and that mission is complete. Okay. Okay. And so as you allow that white rose to die and wither away, do you see it dying and withering away? Maybe you see it burning? Yes. And that's okay. It's not meaning something's wrong or you did something wrong. And underneath it, do you see the, um, the papers written with blood? And you only can see the forms read as you read along. They don't, it's not formed. It's only with blood as you go back and forth across the page. Do you see that? Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, it is not in English. It is not in anything that's readable on this planet. Do you see that too? Yes. Um, We call in goddess Isis. We call in Hathor. We call in Mary Magdalene. We call in uh, green Tara. And we're going to spin the room around us. We're going to use a turquoise light and we're going to spin it counterclockwise. And I want you to see the particles spinning around us, around us, around us and feel the energy. Do you feel it? Take the sword. Where is this contract within your body? It's in your DNA. Do you see it in the DNA? Okay. It's written in blood. Now, are you ready to cut it from your body? Yes. And you're ready to change it? 
And as you see those words across the page fade away, are you ready to burn that page from the records? Yes. Okay, so pull it out of there. And we're going to put it inside the cauldron in the middle of the circle. And, and I want, they want you to actually take that sword and make a cut. If you're comfortable with this, if it feels right, uh, make a cut with your hand and put it, the DNA of your own into the cauldron. Does this feel good for you? Yes. Okay. And then do that now. And with this, the contract, um, we let go of your mission of working with this being from these higher dimensional fields. We cut this being out of your higher dimensional fields. We put a protection um, around you at all times and places. So the being bounces off of your field. Do you see that? Yes. And so it, it can't get into the field. Now I want you to spread your field out so wide. Do you see if anything tries to get into the, your field now, it's a bounce off like plastic? Yes. And that's different, right? Yeah. Now take the heart that we cleared and put it inside of your body. And then I want you to see yourself surrounded by this white light. And as you ground into the earth below you, I want you to feel the dirt of this room we're in, in, the, in this sacred, sacred, sacred space. And though it seems so cold, every space becomes sacred when you ask God to enter. And then I want you to see the ethers opening up above us. And you'll actually see like, almost like you merge into a drop of, you know, an oh, they're showing me like as a drop merges into an ocean. I want you to see yourself merging into that drop that's above, there's like a water field above you. Do you see that? Yes. And I want you to see it coming down and your body merges into it. Like, you know, one drop merges into the ocean. Do you see that now too? Mm-hmm. And then let's see what they want. Take the sword you used to cut your finger and, and now burn the symbol of this contract with that. So it's no, there's no longer the page 99 in the book. It's all clean now. Do you see how it regrew itself and there's nothing there? Yes. And then the book is being put back by one of the beings of the temple. And then the, the hardest thing to burn will be this sword. But you're going to ask for assistance from the Ascended Masters that are here with us today. And they're going to help you burn this um, sword too. Do you see that? Yes. And all of the, the, the wounds that this, you know, this creature has been creating on you for the creation of polarity the whippings, I want you to actually see them in form on your body now and see like, this is so fucked up. Kind of like that kind of energy, like, wow. Right? Because when you actually see what's energetically there, it's scary. Yeah. And I want you to, we're going to ask, we're going to ask the temple keepers to come over and fill your wounds up with a salve, a very herbal, sacred, ancient salve that 
immediately cre- creates your human body form and the energetic body form and the subtle body form to become more solid because you feel shaky in your own body. Is that true when we say this to you? Yes. Um, and I want you to see that in light and how they're solving you up. And then it'll, and, and so it's almost like you have to really treat your body with, you know, these kind of like tinctures for in the real life for a few days um, and see how they're bandaging them up and loving you as they do so. There may be some letting go of things or projects that you thought were really important now to just, you know, to more focus on your own divinity all the time. Yeah. It feels like part of you, your human, is really stuck into time, time, time. It's not a time, right? And when you're stuck in these kind of scarcity, not enough time is equivalent to I don't have enough money. Not right. enough is equivalent to there's not enough. And so I don't know if you do this. I'm just seeing that you do, the human you does this, but the, the human you is just so afraid of losing time. There's no time for that. I don't have time for that, right? So like when you do that, you're actually creating scarcity because it's all energetic. And so you need to be really cognizant of the things you don't have enough of. That's what they're telling me. And so when you begin to like, almost like it's the opposite of what you think it is. It's like when you begin to go into joy and just kind of give up for a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Right now you're in the the hamster wheel. Yeah. And you are, you're the human is so hyper-focused on blah, blah, blah. You know, like I has to be, you know, it has to, I have to be like this. I have to be timed. And this has to happen. This happened to happen. It's just another form of control. And, and that also isn't going to help with your fertility journey when you're ready on it, right? Because one of the biggest things I find with women's fertility is like their need to control. When it happens, how it happens, the age it happens, the thing it happens. So that's why when I spoke to you one time, I was like, just who cares? Have a baby. Right. It's like, well, I'm not ready because I, this and this and this are set up. But it's like, yeah, I get that those are important. You're pretty set though. Right. And some, you know, and so you're, as you move into your divinity, what you find to be important um, may change. Hello, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I did my very best to make it flow while keeping confidentiality of the woman I was working with. And it was a different kind of a healing where I went into my third eye and I began to see, feel, and hear what was coming through me to help her uh, let go of what was needed in the contract, um, her mission-based contract. And it's different than other podcasts. And it's really, really woo-woo and really, really out there. But for some people, it might be just what you need to hear. And so I tend to put up what people maybe need to hear that day. And maybe you picked out one part of it or all of it. And I hope that it helped you. And if it did, please leave a star rating. It really, really helps. Please share this podcast, leave a comment. If you have any questions or you want to know how to do these kind of healings on your own, or you want to get the intuitive power to do so, go ahead and get one or all of my books. Mystical Motherhood, Fertile, and Alchemy of Becoming are a set that will help free your soul and so that you can find sovereignty, joy, and create a holy grail within to become a strong enough woman in your family to clear your generational past. 
If you need to find my work, go to www.mysticalmotherhood.com or email me at mysticalmotherhood at gmail.com. Thanks so much. If you want to work with me privately, you can reach out to me at my website. Thanks.